I'm wondering if you'd go wandering with me through the wilderness and woods to where the winds are blowing free through the darkness of the night heading toward the morning light I wonder if you'd wander Well hi y'all Dan here I'm out on the Flint Hills Trail and this goes westward in Kansas from Osawatomie to Harrington. Well, that's the ultimate goal, but for now, the completed trail ends in Council Grove, Kansas. This is part of the Rails to Trails effort of the Rails to Trails Conservancy. You know, the tall grass prairie once extended from Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, the Dakotas, Iowa, Illinois, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan it covered over 170 million acres. Today, only 4% of that remains. And I'm walking through the longest contiguous area of remaining tall grass prairie. This 117 miles of Kansas Flint Hills, there's so many things that make this area truly one of a kind. You know, the ecosystem of tall grass prairie offers homes to plants, flowers, and wildlife unique to this area. Its geology is remarkable. When I was in college taking geology, we, we did a field trip to the Flint Hills, and I learned that the Flint Hills were formed by layers of limestone and shale. The limestone contains large deposits of hard, dense flint, and the native people would use this flint to make tools and weapons. And then a process called differential erosion formed the rolling hills. The limestone with the flint concentrations was harder and withstood the erosion of the rain and snows throughout the region while the softer shell washed away. The tall grass grew in thin layers of soil that covered the hills. And it was the same flint that protected the limestone from erosion now made plowing very difficult. So cattle now graze on the same land that once fed innumerable bison buffalo. These trails have tales to tell. I'm walking through the communities that grew up through the westward expansion of America. Each community has its own heritage, its own history, its own tales to tell. Osawatomie and Rantoul find their origins in the righteous cause, even if debatably fanatical pursuit of the abolitionist movement of the 19th century. John Brown had moved to Osawatomie from New York to stoke the flames of ire against the immoral and inhumane practice of slavery. His eccentric methods contributed to a violent fracture of our republic. Osawatomie proclaims itself to be the cradle of the Civil War. The first casualties of conflict between free state advocates and pro-slave proponents were recorded just outside of Osawatomie. Likewise, Rantoul is a small community of less than 200 people, and it was named after Massachusetts Senator Robert Rantoul. He was another active abolitionist who was committed to end the morally despicable institution of slavery. And much of bleeding Kansas history can be found here. These trails have tales to tell. My own spirit is stirred disoriented and troubled as I hike on this trail. I hadn't expected this experience. As you know, I try to hike in a rhythm 
start with simply looking to see and to hear what's on the trail as I walk through it. And then I'll pause to reflect on what I've seen and heard. I drink it in. Listen to the lessons the trail may teach me. Try to be a good student and learn. And then next I respond to what's being stirred inside of me. I guess that's what I'm doing now. I'm responding to the tales the trail has told. I'm glad you're here to give me company. These are hard lessons, and I want to stare these things in the face. The disgrace of man's inhumanity to man through a cultural practice that became a cultural norm and then embraced as a societal right. And then it was carried into the very fabric of society as a cultural institution. Slavery was and is a debased practice. Whenever any immoral practice is accepted and woven into the fabric of a society that they abhorrent becomes viewed as a fundamental right, then we're all injured. We are all less than we should be. And I'm thankful that the institution of slavery was abolished in America. I need to look it in the face and see its abhorrence. I can't afford to hide from it, to try to erase its memory or paint it with some rose-colored brush that diminishes its ugliness. And these are tales this trail have to tell. I moved on to Ottawa. And here's a wonderful community, large in contrast with the other towns along the trail. More than 12,000 people live here. Ottawa has its own haunted past. It was built on land bought from the Ottawa Reservation, and that's how it got its name. The Ottawa people were relocating to Oklahoma, and in 1864, the settlers purchased the land from the native people. And one of the beautiful stories of Ottawa is its university. Ottawa University began as a caring work among the tribe children, and its genuine compassion was appreciated and the tribe endowed the school with 20,000 acres of land. Ottawa continues to wrestle with nature as the Marie de Seine River flows alongside the city. Flooding is always a challenge. And perhaps this reflects the wrestling between my own soul and this trail that I'm walking. And what lies ahead? I don't know. I didn't expect the stirring that I've felt so far. And still, there are more wonderful communities ahead. I look forward to walking through Pomona, and Vassar, Osage City, Miller, Admire, Allen, and Council Grove. The 97 miles of completed trail transit this beautiful prairie. I look forward one day to hiking from Council Grove through Wilsey to Harrington, the final 21 miles that completes this 117-mile trail. Flint Hills Trail. I look forward to listening to the tales these trails have to tell, and I want to share them with you. So until then, let's go walking together. And we'll leave the streets in these neighborhoods, head over the river.